Hey guys, this is Kyle Klammer. And this is Zach Welch. And this is The Good Life Bow Hunter, official podcast of the NBA. That it is, my friend. How's it going? <laughs> I can't complain. How about yourself? Good, good. We're back in action here. So it's been long overdue, but it has been. It's mid July already. Holy smokes. Summer's flying by. It's been busy. You've been been doing all sorts of fishing and bear hunting and i've been doing fishing and not bear hunting but you know <laughs> having fun anyways oh yeah past, yeah past a couple yeah. months it feels like you blink and it's gone <laughs> yeah man it's, been... it's crazy yeah i can't yeah. believe it's i yeah can't believe july is already almost over i can't i can't complain one bit means august is right here Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. Um, well, I think uh we just kind of talked. We're just gonna maybe recap a little bit what uh what kind of went on this spring and then uh well actually you know what let's first sec, let's uh um because by the time we get through, people will probably be too bored to listen anymore. So um why don't we just go ahead and jump into NBA stuff? Um Banquet's coming up, or banquet, geez, jamboree's coming up. Banquet, yeah. uh, banquet's coming up too, just a little later. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, uh, what is what are the official dates here? I should have had that written down. Um, August third through the sixth, I believe. Right. I wanted to say the third. Yep. Sounds about right. Yep, third through the sixth. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You want to give a little spiel real quick, and then yeah, I'll chime in and everything. But yeah, so like Kyle said, Halsey's set for the third through the sixth. But um, you know, just as well as we do, everyone shows up well ahead of time. So uh, seems about like that Tuesday or Wednesday before Halsey starts really is really when people start showing up. Um, I know the weekend before they'll be setting up targets. I'm guessing that Saturday Sunday like they usually do. Um, if you want to go down and, and, uh, give them a hand, I know they can use all the help they can get. Usually they have plenty, but the more the merrier. Um, and if you're looking to do that, um, get in touch with my dad. I know he's kind of the head of it. If you don't have his number contact information, I know it's probably in the newsletters. Um, if you don't, if you can't find it there, heck shoot me a Facebook message or whatever, be happy to give it to you. I know he'd appreciate the help. They do a great um, job, by the way. Just wanted to chime that in. Your dad does yeah, a great yeah. job, and everybody that helps. I mean, Miller's always there, and oh, man, yeah. there's way too many people to even even mention. Those are just, I mean, two names that pop out right away in my head. But um, oh, man, they have so much help. Usually, they can get it set up in a matter of half a day, if that. It's usually a quick process. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. If, if anybody has time, that's that's always a good that's a good time to go to because, um, yeah, uh, you can help set up. But I mean, officially, I guess the banquet starts the third through the sixth, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, there'll be all sorts of um, there'll be what probably four or five ranges, I'm sure, and yep. Um, and with, I know there's a kid range, and yep. Um, all kinds of novelty shoots. I think the new newsletter just came out that should have the information about all the events and stuff as far as Friday, Saturday, and yep, 
Sunday and all that stuff. But um, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, if you've never uh, if you've never been, definitely recommend checking it out. It's uh, it's always a hoot, and yeah, I just I mean I mean Zach and I have been ever since we were little kids, I guess, and it's always just a ton of fun. So is a lot of memories there definitely um the one thing i you know i should mention um you know it's sort of trying to think of how to bring this up um you know i will say you know if you're if you're new and wanting to come you know plenty of spots to set up a tent things like that um i would just I guess throw maybe a little caution if you're, if you're bringing a camper, just there's not a ton of room. Um, and so may or may not be room for a camper, but if you want to come, I hope you do, but there's lots of room for tents and stuff. And, um, I just know that's kind of been maybe an issue in the past. And I think they're maybe going to work on trying to get some, some more camping in the future, but right now we just kind of have the hand that we're dealt and it sort of is what it is, but um, just thought I'd throw that in there. Cause I know there's been maybe some cases in the past where somebody shows up looking for a spot camp with a big camper and uh, there's no, there's no places to camp. So um, you know, there are some other options too, though. I mean, even if you want to, I know there's some camping over at Thedford and, um, and I think this is all in the newsletter too. Just, I mean, I think Eric wrote an article, so just make sure you make sure you look out for that. If you're, um, if you're thinking of coming up and camping, just kind of be prepared for that. And, um, you know, sleeping in tents. I mean, nothing wrong with that. Obviously, I'm sure we all do that regularly during hunting season or whatever. It, you know, it's not quite as comfortable as a nice air conditioned camper, but I mean, certainly, I've done it done it many times, and it's usually not not terrible bad at night when it cools down. So, <laughs> you know, a little humid, but other than that, it's okay. So, but uh, just wanted to throw that in there, I guess, and. But I mean, yeah, definitely encourage people to come. I mean, it's gosh, it's just so much fun. And um, I mean, there'll be, I'm sure there'll be a barbecue Saturday evening and a um, bunch of raffles and prizes to give away. And so um, not to mention just, yeah, the camaraderie, you know, with fellow NBA members and yeah, come check it out. Hope everybody, hope everybody can make it. So. Well said. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I guess otherwise, any other major NBA things you can think of, Zach? I mean, obviously that's kind of the big one coming up with the Jamboree. Not that I know of. I uh, I know the new newsletter came out. I got in my mailbox today, and mine wasn't up here yet, so I was um, don't have anything to add from there. Um, I can think of, but as far as Halsey goes, um, I know they'll have another board meeting there, so I'm sure there'll be some announcements after that. Um, other than that, nothing that I can think of. Yep, definitely. And um, the only thing I'll say too is, I mean, uh, they're always looking for help for anybody that wants to 
get involved at the jamboree i mean there's lots of things that you that a guy can help with with some of the novelty shoots if maybe you don't really want to do one of the novelty shoots just helping out i mean i know zach and i have we've done several different things helping with distance shoot you always used to do the silhouette shoot right i think um but uh but yeah i'm sure they could they could use some help with those so if 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 you want to volunteer and um it's pretty i mean pretty straightforward and easy not like a, any of them are super difficult jobs it just takes a little time and but uh would definitely be appreciated so if anybody great has great way to meet great way to meet fellow members too absolutely That's yep absolutely i 100% agree with that it, it's uh yeah good way to get involved a little bit and just kind of give back to the club and um and uh yeah yeah make uh make some new friends i guess so <laughs> exactly right but uh but yeah anyhow but yeah hope to see everybody there like i said august 3rd through the 6th um yeah hope everybody hope everybody can make it so we'll we'll see you there so um but yeah anyways next item i guess on the agenda we're just going to kind of rehash uh, a little spring stuff um Zach, do you want to you want to kick things off with that? I know you were in Nebraska for for a little turkey hunting and stuff, and um, you want to give us a quick rundown of how turkey season went, and then and then what you've been up to since then. The turkey season, I I didn't make her back for turkey this year. Oh, my that's dad, right. I was thinking. Oh, that was last year. I was thinking. I was thinking yep, you're my, back this year, but my my dad and those guys stacked them up though. And that's had, right. He had Will out from Colorado, and um, I think Bryce might have went up and met up with him, but he had a good season. I know he killed all his birds, so yeah. Um, sounded like their numbers were okay up there. Yep. Um. Yeah. Meanwhile, back here, I was chasing bears. That kept me occupied. Um, we had a heck of a late spring this year in Alaska. I mean, it, it was really unusual. I mean, normally Trevor's getting in his baits in April, and I think it was May 18th before we could even get him in. And um, we were hoping to get in three baits then, and the snow was still so deep we got in one. And we had to wait to we put in one. Yeah, we put in one and had to wait till Memorial Weekend to put in the others, Jeez. which was actually the first weekend I hunted, and I was stupid. I bought a non-resident black bear tag, and I turned a resident June 1. <laughs> I was going so stir crazy, though, with the late spring that I'm like, I'll go spot and stock. I got, I got to get out of the house, and so I went and spot and stocked. I had a close call with one, and then um, Memorial weekend, I actually crawled into the stand for the first time with Trevor and had two really nice black bears come in and I was chomping at the bit to shoot one. And Trevor's like, you know, I not telling you what to do, but I really want to get you a brown bear this year. And if you shoot one of these black bears, it's going to mess it up for a while. And, uh, I, he talked me out of it and I'm glad he did. So the next weekend I was a resident. I turned a resident June one, I think was a Thursday and headed for bear camp Friday and then sat that weekend by myself. Um, had several bears on camera, some brown bears. And um, 
man, the Brown bears, I just, I'll try to be quick about this. Brown bears. It's like, they're so different from black bears. Black bears are like flies. They'll keep coming back as long as you have bait out. It Bait's gone for two or three days. They don't care. They're going to come back. A Brown bear is a really, really touchy critter. They're almost like a spooky white tail. I mean, they're so finicky. If there's one thing they don't like, I mean, I found this out the hard way. I mean, they, they earned a lot of respect for them. Um, basically, a brown bear shows up on the bait. You have a super short window to kill them. Um, if I mean, they'll sit there, they'll eat, and then they're gone. Um, so that was kind of the case that first weekend. I had a sow on camera, actually, which she would have been legal um, because it looked like she had kicked her cubs. You can't shoot a sow with cubs. Um, so anyways, long story short, I had a sow brown bear on camera. I got really excited and kind of overlooked this black bear. And sat the first night, only saw dink or black bears, went and switched stands the second night. And I had sent Trevor a trail camera photo of these brown bears. And I'm scrolling back through before I get in the stand. And I overlooked just this giant black bear because I was so excited about the brown bears on camera. And I send that to Trevor and he's like, dude, shoot that thing if it comes in. And I came in and I, I shot that. So that was the, that was the black bear. And I was really excited to shoot it. I wasn't anticipating on shooting a black bear right off the bat because it kind of messes up the bait. Um, like I said, a brown bear is a really touchy critter. So if they catch any whiffy or scent or any blood or anything, they don't like they're out of there. And I mean, that's a big enough black bear. I, I was content with it. I'm like, you know what? You don't see them like that very often. So, um, yeah, I took that bear solo, took three loads out of there. I think it was a heck of a pack out really big bear i was tickled to death with it it was my biggest one by a long shot um but then went back the next week and so trevor works every other weekend i was solo that weekend the next weekend i go back um i was actually on my way to camp and trevor sent me a text and said the trevor o'brien one of my two buddies said that the brown bears were on camera literally the night I shot my black bear, they showed up at the stand that I was at the night before and they were in there like all week. And it was a big <laughs> boar. And there's it must have been a sow and heat there because they were there like several days in a row and then they left. I mean, completely ghosted. And Trevor sat that stand actually that night while I was driving to camp. No brown bears. I think maybe they saw one small black bear. Trevor and I sat there the next night which was Saturday night. And um, that was pretty much his last night to hunt for the season. I felt terrible because Trevor basically got to hunt, you know, two weekends. Um, he had, we had a really nice black bear come in and he decided to shoot it. Um, we got in the stand around 7 PM. I think that was like 10 or 11 and him and his wife and his kid were going on vacation. He's like, you know, I got my bear. I really want to see my family before they go on vacation. So I'm going to, probably leave uh sunday morning or sunday and so we sat there the rest of the night i think uh we got back to camp man i don't know what it was sunday morning sometime so almost a you know 24 hour stretch there by the time we left camp got trevor's bear back we slept for a few hours trevor got up and went home i'm like well i don't have to work monday so i'm gonna stay and hunt 
And uh, I actually ended up going back to the stand where I shot the black bear. And I look at the camera as I go in and all I see are just little black bears. There's one decent one. And, you know, I'm really not expecting much. I crawl up in the tree. Um, the wind's absolutely howling. And, you know, in this spot I'm sitting, it's kind of on an exposed ridge. So the wind howling's pretty normal. But consistently, it normally dies about 11 o'clock at night. Um, kind of just routine. You know, um, pretty consistent. Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the forecast also, and it looks like there's rain coming in. I'd only seen little dink black bears so far and the wind's howling and I just, I'm obviously tired. had only slept a few hours and I'm like, you know what, if I don't see anything by like one, 2 AM, I'm just going to get out of here instead of dragging my scent all over through here. And I'm sitting there and it's getting pretty close to one in the morning and I catch just a flash going through the trees and uh, I don't even think I've told you the story of my brown bear. Have I? I don't think so, buddy. No, yeah, I don't think I have. We've been so busy. Really, yeah. 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 So I, I'm sitting there and I see a flash of like a flash, like through the trees. I'm like, what the heck was that? And like, before I can even comprehend like what it was, the brown bear is like coming onto the bait and brown bears they move so fast it's ridiculous like black bears you know kind of take their time moseying in when a brown bear decides he's going somewhere he's on a mission and this thing comes in and like before i can even like get my bow drawn and my pin on it it lays down on the bait which they're notorious for doing and so i'm sitting there i got my pin on the thing and i just remember in my mind reading uh, you know, a forum on Bowsight where a guy shot a bear laying down and it didn't end well. And I'm like, do not shoot this bear laying down. Like, no matter what you think, how clear it is, don't do it. And so I'm sitting there holding my bow and I'm like, I'm probably good for a few minutes. And keep in mind, crucial detail in this story is the wind's still absolutely howling and it's like pushing 1 a.m., which is not normal. And um, so what almost pushed me out of the stand is about to work for my benefit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting there holding, holding, and I'm like, hey, I think I'm good for a few minutes. And all of a sudden my shoulder starts to shake. I'm like, all right, I'm not doing so hot. And so I shift my leg to like sit my cam on there to take some pressure off. And all of a sudden my bow snaps down. And I'll just reiterate that a brown bear is a super, super spooky <laughs> touchy critter like is as an apex predator you would not expect him to be so spooky like you don't want to make a wrong move you don't want them catching a whiff of your scent you know not to disrespect black bears but you can get away with a lot on a black bear brown bear different story so when that happens immediately in my mind i'm thinking it's over i'm gonna look up and this bear's gonna be gone and i look up and the bear's still just eating and I'm just like thinking, I just dodged a bullet right there. Like I was cussing this wind earlier. It just worked out to my benefit. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, now I got to be really, really careful because one wrong move, you know, I already dodged one bullet that, that this bear should have been a mile from me right now, busting through the trees. It's still here. So I kind of read the bear's body language, kind of shook out my shoulder, got it ready to go again and i'm like as soon as it puts pressure through its hind legs i'm gonna have to draw my boat and shoot fast because this thing's just moving just so sporadically and so fast 
And about that time out of the corner of my eye, I see a black bear coming up down the trail right beside my tree. I mean, probably 10 yards or so. And I look back up at the brown bear. And before I can even like react, it's like standing up off the bait and walking around the backside of this little clump of trees where the trail camera actually is. So I draw and as it, I see exactly what it's going to do. I, I'm like, I think it's going to follow this trail that wraps around the backside of the trees and come right after this black bear because black bears and brown bears do not get along. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. And I get to full draw and the bear steps out from behind the trees and steps right onto the trail. And I whistle and get it stopped like just before it goes behind an alder. And it kind of stops and looks like not directly at me, but in my direction. And I shot and I, this thing came absolutely unglued when I shot. I mean, it roared, it snapped at my arrow where it went in and it runs off and everything just went quiet. And I'm just like, holy smokes, what just happened? I'm just like sitting there shaking and like, I, I don't know what to do because I'm texting Trevor and Brian, my two hunting buddies. And I'm like, please tell me someone's awake. And I'm like, it's freaking one in the morning. No one's awake. And so I text them, no replies. And so I call my dad. And I'm like, well, at least it's like four in the morning back home. I'm just like, are you sleeping? He's like, yeah. And I'm just like, I just hit a brown bear. And I explained <laughs> the whole situation to him. And, you know, this time of year in Alaska, it, the first part of June or mid-June, I should say, it doesn't get like pitch black. It'll get like dusky, kind of gray light for just a little bit. And it's the weirdest thing. Like you'll be sitting there in the tree stand and you're like, just to the point you're thinking, okay, it's too dark to shoot. All of a sudden the sun starts coming up on the other side. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you got, you can essentially shoot all night if you wanted, if your pins are bright enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I explained the whole situation to him. I'm like, well, Trevor and Brian are asleep and, um our buddy john actually lives over we bait over by chitna which is quite a ways from here um he actually lives in chitna and so i'm like i tell my dad i'm like i think i'll just text john and see if he can come help me trail because i do not want to trail this thing alone um the shot looked good but it was plenty light i can you know tell you know outline the bear all that like where I shot, but I didn't see exactly where my arrow hit. It looked good. And so I gave it a little bit, got down, looked at my arrow and there's arrows covered in blood. And I look in the trees a few yards and there's blood splattered on a log. And I'm like, okay, so as far as I'm going, I'm grabbing my gun and I'm going to crawl back up in the tree. And I text John and this was like one something in the morning, maybe. And I'm like, Hey man, what are the chances you're around? I just hit a brown bear. I really do not want to trail this thing by myself. Um, and he's like, well, I'm supposed to be going on a trip to Fairbanks at, you know, trying to leave by, I can't even remember what he said. It was like five something, I think. And cause he's a dip net and guide over there and he was picking up his boat and he's like, I wanted to leave by then, but drop me the pen and I'll be there. And <laughs> so I drop him the pen and I think him and his wife showed up. I think it had to be like three something, maybe in the morning pushing four. And I tried to sleep in the tree stand and couldn't. And I take him over and I show him the blood and he's like, all right, dude. He's like, just take it easy. Just have your gun ready and follow the blood. And so I start following the blood and I, I kid you not, I, I don't mean this to be gruesome or anything. I, I've never seen blood like this in my life and I probably never will again. Like the first 
50, 60 yards is like a spray. Like someone's taking a hose, like spraying it. And John's looking at me. He's like, dude, this thing's dead. And I'm thinking the same thing. And all of a sudden it starts cutting towards this deep ravine, like towards this thick, nasty stuff. And I'm, you know, like this thing's going to be right here. Like it obviously went for the thick stuff to die. And this is it. And I go down in the thick stuff. I get my gun up. I'm like looking at blood. And all of a sudden the blood cuts up the other side of the ravine, like steep. I'm like, oh, oh I, I don't know if I like the looks of this. And John's like, dude, there's blood everywhere. It's, she's dead. And so we keep following blood. And man, it just continually like, I wish I had a, and people won't see the video on here, but it's just a video of just like blood, just like spraying and spraying and spraying. And I'm like, mind boggled and before i know it, we're probably 200 yards into this blood trail and it's just straight spray it's like what is going on like i i don't understand and john's like dude he's like you might want to back out like if we go much further he's like you know i steep angle like that you might have just got one lung because the thing was probably if i had to guess eight yards when i shot mm. and uh i'm like yeah you know i was up pretty high i was pretty close and He's like, we'll push a little bit further. He's like, hopefully this rain holds off, but I don't want you to lose your blood trail if it does rain. So let's, you know, while you got me here, let's push a little further. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, we'll go up a little further. But, you know, if I do have to back out, it's not the end of the world. I'll burn a day PTO. I do not want to bump this thing and I do not want to get charged. Yeah. And so I, I was, I kept following blood and all of a sudden it's going towards these thick alders. And John's like, I'm kind of worried she's not bedded yet because we're probably, we're over 200 yards into this thing, I bet. And by the time, just about when he says that, we find a bed. And it looks like the bear seriously laid down and like rolled over and blood's like sprayed up in the alders and all over the place. I was like, what the heck? And all of a sudden the blood trail just goes like dry, not a speck, nothing. And this is when I start to get a sick feeling in my stomach because I'm like, if we're doing a body search in here, we are not going to find this bear. It's thick, nasty alders. You're looking for a needle in a freaking giant haystack. And John, like you could tell he had a worried look on his face. And like, I had some bad thoughts going through my head and I was just sick. And his wife is kind of back behind us doing her own thing. And his wife's a killer. I will say that she killed a giant ram this year. Mm. By that, about that time, she's like, hey, I think I found something over here. And so I go over there and she's like, it almost looks like she doubled back on her trail, like the direction she was coming. And sure enough, she had found fresh blood where the bear had almost came back the same direction that we had just came from. Mm. And it kind of veered off into these alders. And so I get up there by Jen and she's like, kind of looks like she went up through that uh, sketchy looking patch of alders up there. And it's like, Oh, great. Here we go. And so I get, get my gun up and I go through there and I, I get through the alders and I peek through and it kind of opens up on the other side. And just as I get into the opening, I look up and I see fur and the bears laying there stiff, dead as can be. And man, I, I don't know if I've ever been that relieved on a blood trail, like in my life, I gave them both a big hug and, uh, there was my first brown bear right there, but um, I think what happened was I actually hit it through the heart or caught one of the arteries coming from the heart, and the thing just ran Mach 10 until it ran out of blood. There it didn't puncture a lung or anything, so it had oxygen going the whole time, and 
didn't pass out or anything just ran until it ran out of blood i guess yeah jeez that's freaking cool man yeah i uh i can't remember what time i'll i'll look at my phone what time i found it look at some time stamps here i don't mean to take too long with this story but i crawled in the stand that night um you know early evening and at 5 13 a.m there's me holding the bear and um <laughs> got the last load on the pack 9 14 a.m i was probably back to the truck by 10 something a.m but almost i went a long time without sleeping so yeah it was, a, oh. it was worth it dude that's so freaking cool i mean like yeah i mean how many people can say they shot a brown bear not very many with their bow so i mean i was <laughs> i was not expecting it this year that's for sure i found out how tough it was after you know trevor was telling me everything and then experiencing it myself watching those bears just show up on camera and then just ghost you i was like man this ain't gonna happen but, yeah yeah, man, that's cool. It was a it was a sow, you said, right? I think it or... was. It was a dry sow. Yeah. Yep. Like, need any idea? I mean, like, pretty good size. Or I mean, they're all big. I mean, but like, you know, I that, that's one thing. People, I, bears are the worst thing I can judge. I don't know how many pounds. Um, the I think she was four years old, based hey. on what John has killed a handful in fact he does some guiding um mm -hmm. for sheep hunters and stuff he thought she was a four-year-old sow which is you know I, w I wouldn't say big but you know just average size or slightly it's under it had, it's a, had a beautiful big. coat yeah um yeah but i was pretty stoked got the i'll find out what it squared from the taxidermist once it's tanned Mm -hmm. as you pay for the tan length and that so i'll be interested to see what it was but mm -hmm. wasn't wasn't no nine footer like some of them get but i was sure. tickled to death oh dude that's so cool teeth didn't look worn or anything i was interested that just i mean if it was four probably not probably pretty fair. yeah not too not too bad but yeah. Yeah. maybe a little bit but mm -hmm. nothing like those old nasty boars get oh yeah yeah, I'm sure they get to running their teeth down to the gums, probably some of them. Oh, yeah. Start, start smelling like uh, carburetor cleaner or something. So. Oh, gosh. <laughs> horrible smell. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude, that's so cool. Like, it just... <clears throat> Bears are such an interesting critter. Um, I like that detail too about, I mean, you know, you always, I just always think bears are just very interesting from a, you know, from a, a hunting standpoint of like, um, you know, it's like, I think I've told you this before, but it's like, you know, when you shoot a deer, like, you know, arrow zips through them or doesn't or whatever. I mean, they just like take off, you know what I mean? But like a bear, like shoot a bear and it's like you know nipping back you know it's like kind of crazy oh yeah they aren't <laughs> happy <laughs> no no they certainly are not but that's a that's an interesting just i don't know just an interesting little detail i like that so but 
Um, but yeah, well, that's 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 cool, man. All right. But yeah. Anyways, man, that's just uh, that's quite the deal. Brown bear with a bow. Got your residence. Yeah. Shot a beer there right after. Cold. <laughs> yeah, man. That is uh, way cool. Um, but yeah, what uh, you got? Uh, you got some hunts planned for this fall, right? And we were talking about that earlier. What uh, what do you got on the table for coming up here? Not too long away, I guess. It's yeah, mid July. We're not too long. Yeah, uh, moose archery. Moose actually opens around here August tenth. Um, they have an early season, uh, kind of a velvet hunt. Uh, a little bit different, not a lot of calling for that. So it'll be interesting getting to experience that. But if you find a bull, then um, don't have to put up with rifle hunters. So good time to get out there early before that happens. Plan on doing that. And then um, somewhere first part of September, talked to Trevor today. Um, originally he said the 9th and he tossed around the idea of the 6th. We were supposed to actually go in August, but we ended up switching it to September. We're uh, going back to Kodiak, um, looking for deer and goats. Um, so got that in September. And then um, October will probably be our caribou hunt. And then I'm um, hoping to come back to Nebraska. Don't know if I'll shoot for November or December yet, but uh, hopefully do some whitetail hunting then. Awesome, dude. Well. Hope to see you when you're back. I missed you last time, so. Me too. I'm hoping this time to come back for longer. Uh, hoping at least, hopefully, ten days this time, but we'll see. Yeah. Awesome, man. But that sounds cool. That uh, that moose hunt will that be kind of like uh, just like a spot and stock deal? You just sort of have to find a bull and just you know sneak in on him or whatever. Yep, pretty much. Um, be a lot of glassing if you can find a meadow they're hanging on in the evenings mm -hmm. um, moose are usually pretty consistent so if you can find one hitting a water hole or you know out in the open meadow consistently in the evenings um can stalk in on them um yeah. a lot of glassing though it's pretty slow hunting yeah um we'll see how it goes i'm excited sounds like a lot it. of uh it sounds like a lot of moose hunting's pretty slow hunting from it is really slow yeah it's yeah really slow pace even when you're calling in the rut and stuff yeah um yeah suppose we'll do some of that too i mean later in september depending on when we get back from kodiak i'm um, sure. planning on doing some of that but yeah moose hunting is just really slow um because it, it's kind of like i mean they hear you from so far away right but they just they don't really move very fast they just yeah they don't move real fast yeah it's just sort of interesting i guess i would have never thought that but i mean I don't know. I guess kind of makes sense. They they don't have any reason to hurry. I guess they're just you know doing yeah, but... stuff. But <laughs> you know, uh, it's not like a whitetail coming in to you know whoop somebody's butt because that doe might be bred by the, you know. I, it's probably yeah. yeah White or a big bull elk come running yeah. screaming in. Yeah. yeah, everything I've seen in the videos and from what I've heard, it's pretty slow, but it happens fast when it happens oh i'm i'm sure that's like yeah i'm sure but no that sounds cool and then uh that that mountain goat and deer that'll be uh, well obviously that'll be kind of way up high in the mountains i assume and 
Yep, that'll be up in the Alpine. So deer, deer up there that time of year. I mean, still yep. until it starts snowing, basically. Or yep, basically till it starts snowing. Even yep. then, you might still find some up there, but yeah, that'll be an Alpine hunt. Get the legs ready for that one. Yeah, man. Yeah, that'll be cool. Um, and then caribou, that'd be like a drive, you know, the camp drive or truck camp hunt yep. type of deal or. Yeah. Yep. That's actually the hall road hunt. Um, sure. so once, once you're a resident, I'm trying to remember when it closes for non-residents. I think it's September 15th, but I could be wrong on it. I think it's mid September sometime. Uh-huh. Um, but residents stays open and Trevor and those guys traditionally go up for that October hunt. Cause that's actually when they rut hardcore you're hunting in the snow but um caribou are rutting they're hard horn they're maned out so um i really want to get one like that obviously less people up there because it's put up with the snow but that'll uh, be cool buddy plan on doing that yeah well no that sounds like you're living the dream man living the dream two bears and who knows man maybe two bears a moose uh mountain goat and you know a deer and a caribou this year who knows man just never know i'd be happy with that man between between the caribou the mountain goat and the moose if i could get one of those i'd be that'd be plenty enough for me but yeah um there's enough to keep me busy there fall is fast and furious here so yeah um it all happens in a short window you know i was talking to your dad and it was just kind of interesting to you know, after he was up there the last couple of weeks or whatever, and we were just talking about how it's just, you know, it's, and I, you've told me this before too, but now I'm just, you know, it's just a lot different up there just in terms of, you know, your, your investment every time you go out to go hunt, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's just, it's not like you're just going down the road and going to go sit in a tree stand or going and spot and stock muleys for the weekend. It's like, man, you're like, it's, you know, <laughs> you're going, you're out there. And yeah. you know, I'm sure my dad hit on that a lot. And I, he's even hunted Alaska. And I don't think that's yep. something he saw until he came up here and I was pointing out spots where I was hunting yeah. and stuff. And, and he's like, Holy cow, you were going that far. You were coming down this way. And I was like, when you go, you go. I mean, I can't go out my door and I mean, there's probably some spots you can moose hunt 20 minutes from here. They wouldn't be really worth it. But yeah, um, yeah. when you go, you're going a long ways and you better commit and bring everything because everything's so far away and so much bigger scale here is, you know, it doesn't benefit you much just to go out for the evening and come back and hang out at the house. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. You're a lot of time investment and road miles and stuff. So that's for sure, man. I can, yeah. I can understand that, but makes you sure appreciate back home being able to go sit in the tree stand. It's uh, yeah. it's one thing I miss up here. Well, yeah, but there's advantages to both, but disadvantages to both. There ain't no, there's no caribou running around down here, so yeah, <laughs> no, <that's>, you know, <laughs> that's true. But well, there's moose some places, but not not here, not where we hunt and stuff, but. But, uh, but yeah, man, that sounds exciting. I can't wait to hear more. I mean, it's it's going to be here before we know it. So it's going to be here fast, man. Not too many weekends left to get stuff ready and make sure stuff's dialed. Yep. Yep. 
gotta get to shooting the bow and doing all the yeah staying in shape shooting the bow getting ready because it'll be here so that's right okay yeah, you got a busy fall too yeah man yeah i uh i guess i should back up i i uh had a good spring turkey hunting um i guess the, the biggest highlight for me i mean i well there's two big highlights like I killed the Jake opening morning. That was not one of the big highlights, but that was just, you know, just a fun hunt. Just called in a Jake, just one of those classic turkey hunts, you know, don't didn't make a sound until he's about 10 yards from me behind the blind and gobbles and scares the crap out of me. And, you know, walks in and I shot him, but, but then, uh, yeah, I had, uh, one of my good friends up that, um, I've, I've called some turkeys in for him with a shotgun before we've, we've done a lot of turkey hunting together and, um, I go antelope out, antelope hunt out kind of out in his neck of the woods and, um, old college buddy and just, just a great guy that just really loves spending time with. And so he came down to Lex here and we did some turkey hunting around here and, um, yeah, ended up, uh, yeah, he got his first first turkey with the bow, so that was uh, that was pretty cool. Called in a called in a couple. Or well, was, I don't remember how many Jay. There was a group of Jakes called him in that one morning we were out. Just a crappy morning. I mean, like just one of those. You're like, why am I even out here? The wind's blowing, like it's raining half the time. You know, it's just like just miserable. Like it was like 45 degrees. You know, it's just like, what are we doing out here? And yeah, we, I don't know, like mid-morning, all of a sudden we hear some gobbles, and then, yeah, here they come, just a big group of jakes come running in, and we kind of were on, we were hunting the shelter bow, we were kind of on the one side of it, so we could kind of be out of the wind a little bit at least, but, <clears throat> but yeah, he, he shot that bird, and so that was pretty cool, I was, I was pretty tickled to get him a turkey with his bow, because, I don't know, he, we had a couple bad experiences, well, I guess, yeah, there was a couple of experiences. One in particular, I thought he just drilled this Tom. It's been several years ago now, and we never could find that thing. I don't know what happened. It just was one of those deals, I guess. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, got him a turkey. And then, yeah, I, I never didn't really hunt at all. I mean, I, I hunted that opening day and then didn't hunt till he came up. And then we hunted a little more that weekend did a little fishing, nothing too crazy. And then, um, and then I, I think it was like May 7th or something. I don't know. I'd have to look back. It's not really that early May. I, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna take my daughter out and just get her a little turkey hunting experience, you know? And, and, uh, anyways, we go out and she's got her, you know, I think she had a purple princess sweatshirt on and uh had her backpack with her snacks and stuff and I brought some books for her and a couple other things for her to do and anyways we get out there I get blind set up and get the decoys out and she actually you know did a pretty good job staying quiet I mean I kind of we talked about it a lot before like I was like well we're gonna be you know we're gonna be hunting we gotta try to be quiet you know a couple of times she'd be like daddy what do you think about this and I'd be like no 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 we gotta try to be a little quiet you know and and she's like oh yeah yeah I forgot we're hunting you know and anyways so we get in the blind and 
God, I started calling and I mean, just right away, get a gobble like and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me, you know, like and I don't know, it wasn't too long. I mean, all of a sudden in in come this group of Jake's, they come strutting in and and I'm like, well, I'm just going to shoot one of these, you know, I thought, what well, you know, this will be great. Like she's and she's standing on her little chair watching them, you know, looking out like, you know, like, well, this is crazy. They're all in the decoys. I mean, the decoys are like, you know, seven, eight yards away. And I don't know what the heck I was doing, but I think I was I, I was my mind was elsewhere. I, you know, I pulled back and I thought I settled my pin on. I picked this one Jake out and. I don't know if I was just, you know, trying to make sure she could see or do whatever, but just totally whiffed this Jake, you know, and, <laughs> and then they go running off. And I was like, oh, well, that uh, that didn't work out so well. <laughs> but um, but while they were standing there, I had, I had heard another gobble kind of behind us. And um, and anyways, uh, you know, I, I thought, well. You know, I was sort of feeling like a ding dong. I'm like, well, geez, I just missed this turkey at like eight yards for crying out loud. You know, it's like, my goodness, like, what am I doing? But, um, but anyhow, I told her, I was like, well, let's just wait a minute. And Cal, it wasn't five minutes later. All of a sudden I, I could hear something on the, to the left of us. And I kind of turned my head a little bit and just, here comes this just big old Tom, like just comes waltzing in, runs right up to the decoy, like strutting, just, I mean, goes right up to that Jake, just mattered in a, mattered in a hornet's nest, like just, and she's standing on her chair and I'm talking to her, I'm like, can you see it? She's like, oh yeah, look at that, you know? And I didn't even have my, I didn't even have an arrow on my bow at this point. I just wasn't even like, it was just like so fun just to see her reaction to everything. And and uh finally i'm like well geez i guess i probably better shoot this turkey like i mean he's just he literally was just standing there broadside by the decoy like not really moving just i think you know trying to size the decoy up or whatever and and uh, i kind of looked i said well should i shoot him you know kind of whispered she's like well yeah you know i was like okay like you know <laughs> so i grab an arrow and pulled back and i did not miss this time and um Anyways, long story short, we ended up getting that bird, but it was it was pretty cool. It, yeah, it's pretty special. Um, yeah, man. Like for her to see, you know, for her to call in two groups of turkeys. Actually, you know, I know what day it was. It was May 4th because it was my dad's birthday. Cause I oh yeah. I called him on the way out because I said, Hey, we're going turkey hunting on your birthday. And anyways, then I called him back in and I said, Holland says she's got a birthday present for you because she got a turkey. So I mean, you know, we we got a turkey, I guess, but um yeah it was pretty cool she was she was pretty into it after i shot the turkey and you know we went and got it or whatever and we're kind of standing there and she's like well dad like you know can we keep turkey hunting like i'm like well <laughs> no not really i mean I, I i'm done i you know i filled my tags and so it, you know, it's time to, yeah time to pack up and go she's like well i just thought we could get back in the blind and you know and i was like well no, we probably better get going, you know, and I got to take care of this bird and stuff. And so she wasn't too upset, but it was, that was good to see though. She was, she was excited about it. So that was pretty cool. And, That's awesome. I mean, she's, she's three. So, you know, she's, she's still got a long ways to go before she can 
to go turkey hunting for herself but um yeah it was just uh it was it was a really cool experience and i mean i don't know just uh something i think obviously I'll always remember and yeah kill a lot of turkeys but that one uh that one's gonna stick in my head for a long time so that one's a special one yep so that was pretty neat my my wife made a little video for me because i had taken some videos and stuff of the day and so that was pretty cool kind of got me choked up a little bit so it was pretty yeah that's pretty awesome but uh, anyhow so that was my spring and then uh yeah i don't know i guess uh, i've just been busy with the kids and stuff then the summer and um Done a lot of walleye fishing, I guess, but that doesn't really have anything to do with bow hunting, but just, you know, kind of fun. Didn't make it up to the river to do any bow fishing. It just didn't work out. Didn't draw paddlefish tags. So just it was what it was, I guess. But, but yeah, this fall, uh, yeah, I got, well, one hunt in particular planned, I guess. I drew a, drew a Colorado mule deer tag. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. It'll be a, you know, uh alpine hunt uh early season i think the season opens september 2nd so planning yeah that's what i was wondering when it yep yep yeah i think it used to open earlier but they they changed it a a few maybe a few years back but yeah um yeah opens that saturday i think it's a second so planning to head out you know probably leave on the 31st and um and then uh we'll, we'll hike in on uh on the 1st of September and, you know, get camp set up, figure out the water situation. I know it sounds like water is kind of a problem, but I don't know about this year though. Cause I mean, it's been Colorado's had plenty of rain, so it, it might yeah. actually be not a, not an issue at all, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty darn excited. I mean, this is a pretty good unit. There's some really big bucks in there. Um, you know, it's, it's a type of 10 plus point unit to draw a rifle tag. You know, I mean, bow tags are fairly easy to draw, but I mean, I had several points, so, um, but, uh, yeah. And I mean, with all the rain, there should be plenty of food. There should be good antler growth. I mean, it should be, there could be the potential for, I mean, a just absolute monster to be hanging around somewhere. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I've always wanted to do this. I mean, I, I remember I always, I always had, I always, I think I told you this one time, I always was like trying to figure out where in the heck people were. It just never really dawned on me. I was like, where, why, where are these giant velvet mule deer that people are killing? Like, I don't understand like where those are coming from. And then, you know, finally, I finally figured out, I was like, oh, well, yeah, the, you know, they're hunting them way up high in the mountains. Cause it's, yeah early and and that's where they're at and stuff and so anyways i don't know i just never when i was young growing up and stuff it just just never really dawned on me that that'd be a thing you could do but i mean then i finally realized like oh i gotta do that like that sounds i mean i've spent a lot of time backpacking in the mountains and stuff going fishing and and summer trips with friends and different things so just kind of seems like a natural progression for me i guess i mean i haven't done that in a long time it's just you know with residency and having kids and you know all that stuff just gets in the way but um but yeah looking forward to that i mean that'll be that'll be a blast oh man yeah i'm really excited and 
Yep. And I'll, yeah, there's a couple other guys. My dad's going with me and then, uh, um, or, or in Seidel, another NBA guy, he's coming along too. So yeah, um, good, have a good group and camp there. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pumped. I, uh, they're going to elk hunt. It's a, it's an over the counter elk hunt unit, so they can, they can each get an elk tag and then we'll probably all get bear tags too. Cause it sounds like, uh, there's quite a few bears around in the area too. So just never know, I guess. I mean, what you might run into. So might as well stick all the pop tags in your pocket that you can. Yeah. 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 I've, I, uh, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I've never done it before. I have, you know, fairly low expectations. I have some pretty good information, so I think that's going to help, but, um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited about that. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I'll try to do a little antelope hunting, I guess. Um, I don't know when that's going to happen, but at some point <laughs> probably I'll try to do that. And then, yeah, just be deer hunting otherwise. So plan to get up to the ranch for a couple trips, hopefully, and maybe hunt mule deer around here a little bit. We'll we'll kind of see, I guess, just what how the how the fall shakes out. But I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of kind of what I got going. Sort of uh yeah, I've been just concentrating on that mule deer hunt. So I'm gonna say that'll be the big one this fall. That's a Yep. It's a real good one. Old new experience, new country. That's yep. gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. It'll be, be having your dad and Orin there too. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be great. That'll be a nice camp. And you know, I I I like hunting by myself, but you know, I've done backpacking trips by myself and it does get kind of lonely after a while. <laughs> you know, it'd yeah. be nice to have some other guys in camp, especially if you know. If God, if we happen to shoot something, you know, a deer or, I mean, geez, an elk or something. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, who knows what could happen? Um, be nice to have some extra hands and packs and stuff to get exactly me. Right. Whatever, so might need it. Yeah. 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 I mean, the goal will be a mule deer, but uh, who knows? I mean, yeah. Maybe, maybe somebody will shoot an elk or maybe, yeah, maybe somebody shoot a bear. I don't know. I will just, we'll just hunt. We'll see what happens. It'll be yeah, great. Maybe all three. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe that'd be something else. We, so we'll see. I'm pretty excited about that. I just, I've never hunted in Colorado before either. So, um, that'll be another kind of another new experience. So, but yeah, really looking forward to that and I'm sure we'll have, plenty of stories to come for for all those adventures we're about to partake in but oh i'm sure but uh but yeah man other than that i i think uh i don't know you got anything else to add that's sort of a wrap-up of what we've been up to i guess so now that we've bored everybody to death and everybody's like oh great well (laughs) but um yeah i think uh Hopefully, I I know we, you know, I've talked about a couple people we definitely need to get on here, you know, hopefully in the next couple months here, really, we um, can make that happen. Uh, yeah, I, know, kind of... uh, I know for sure we have some members over right now hunting in Africa. I've seen they've been shooting some animals. Uh, yeah. Rick Faden, John Han, Trent Philbrick, 
Yeah. Um, is there another one with them? Uh, I can't remember, buddy. I know I saw something. I saw a post too, but I'm trying to remember yeah, now. Yeah, looks like they've been stacking stuff up, having a good time. So yeah, those guys and uh, and there's plenty other members who have big hunts coming up and all that. Absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, man. Well, like I said, we'll hope to see everybody down at the jamboree, and I guess. Yeah, I don't know what I, I imagine you'll probably not be back for the Jamboree, Zach. That's a long travel time, but yeah, it's a long, it's a long travel time. Uh, maybe one of these years, but be there in spirit, anyways. But be there in spirit. Yep. Well, with that, I guess we'll wrap this up. So, um, I guess this is Kyle Klammer. This is Zach Welch. And this is the Good Life Bow Hunter, official podcast of the NBA.